get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Blues analyst Joe Vitale does join us as he does every Friday on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, Randy, uh, Dan, Michelle, I'm doing really good today, guys. Thanks so much for, uh, for everything, and uh, it's great talking to you this morning. Okay, we got to start with this. When you built the rink, did you anticipate that it was going to stay this cold this long? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I, I was expecting three days that when I made the decision to do it, and I said three days, it looks like in the forecast we should be good, because after those three days, it looked like it went back up to the 30s and 40s. Of course, that changed, but I talked to my neighbor, Randy, that said, even if you get it for a day, it's totally worth it. And he was absolutely right. That first night was a magical, fun experience of uh, buddies of my kids coming over, having a great game and a lot of fun. We had a bonfire. So I, I was done. I was capped off right there at that point. And uh, everything else from there was kind of a bonus. You know, it's like, uh, it's like the, the, uh, the hedonic treadmill, you know, is, is, is real. Right. Where you have this thing and, and it's a wonderful thing. And then and then that wonderful thing kind of just becomes a standard thing, of course, because the first night I'm looking at my driveway the dri- where I used to park my cars and play basketball, and there's an ice rink. And there's always kids skating around on my driveway. I'm like, this is the most magical thing in the world. And then three days later, I find myself out there thinking like, oh, the kids are back. They're skating out there. I'm like, why, why, why are we like that? Why can't we appreciate things at the same level no matter what? It was the time I went uh, to the Wilderness Lodge in Walt Disney World at the Animal Kingdom. I stayed out in the safari in, in, in Walt Disney World. And we got to the room, and I opened my big window, and there's a big giraffe eating from, like, a grape tree. I'm like, honey, you got to check this out. There's a giraffe outside our window. And she comes and looks, and we're all just enamored by this big giraffe. And then by the fourth day, I'm, like, eating cereal in the morning. I'm like, hey, honey, uh, the giraffe's back. (laughs) You know what I mean? What's with us? Did you say a grape tree? Uh, It was, like, one of those uh, leafy grape trees or something. Yeah, it's well, they look more like a fig. But uh, the guy at the front desk had a grape tree. But I, I thought grapes were vines, so I have no idea what's going on. You know what, Joy? As you're describing this, it sounds to me like you're describing a sports fan because it doesn't really matter how much we love a player or how, the confidence that we have in a team. After time, if we're not winning championships year after year, we get bored with it. We get a little frustrated. Isn't that the truth? I mean, think about some of the breakdown. I think like I have to keep myself in check because sometimes the breakdowns we have after those Arizona games – or maybe a, a flub of a game for the St. Louis Blues. But if you take a step back, you're absolutely right. Like, here we are atop a division. Again, and all, all we can really kind of do is nitpick. Maybe the power play could be a little better. Oh, the PK percentage has got to get a bit up. You know, Braden Shen was quiet for four or five days. And we kind of want to get into the, uh, the nitty-gritty and the miseries of maybe some of the things that could always improve. But at the end of the day, guys, we got a great franchise here in St. Louis. And I know it's not perfect, but we still got a pretty good hockey team here. Absolutely. And I think last night we learned a little bit about this team to be able to battle back in the way they did. That's something they've been doing a lot this season, battling back to get wins, especially when a lot of guys are injured. I think it says a lot about this team's tenacity, their mental makeup and their depth. 
Mental makeup. That's what I said in the post game last night was the, the characteristic of this team that continues to impress me uh, throughout the years since Craig Berube has taken over back in 19 has been their ability to never, ever be out of a fight. You know what I mean? That, that is something that, that is really trended with this team very favorably. I mean, games where they're down by three goals and they come back and get really close to tying at the end, or they're down by the two-goal deficit and they come back and win those games. Last night's game was a perfect example of that. You know, you have a great first period, maybe the best first period of the season, I thought, but you only have that one nothing lead. Martin Jones stands on his head, makes some great saves. Okay, the San Jose Sharks, they push back in the second, get a very fortunate couple bounce, bounces, and they get ahead in that game, two to one. Game's starting to get away from a little bit. Third period, very vanilla. Kind of reminds that Arizona game a little bit. Not a lot of their offensively. Five on five has been very tight. San Jose did a really good job collapsing and keeping everything to the outside and allowing Martin Jones to see everything. And you kind of felt like the most teams in the National Hockey League at that point, they kind of would have just drifted away and thought, you know what, maybe it's just not our night. But this Blues team, they just stick with the fight. They keep coming, they keep coming, they keep coming. And I'm up there calling these games, and I'm always thinking they're going to score here. They're going to come back. Something good is about to happen. And you look at that game specifically last night, the detail that really turned the game for me was that they knew Martin Jones had poppy pads. He has a rebound control that is just not very solid in the National Hockey League. So with all those pucks going around his net, the rebound goal by Mike Hoffman to start things off, that's what they wanted to do more. They were getting pucks there, but it seemed like the bounce just wasn't right. The second guy, the rebound guy, was on top of the crease, but then the pucks would go high. And then the guy would be high later in the game, and then the rebounds would be right in the crease. It just seemed like they weren't in the right spot. It just hadn't clicked yet. And then on that six-on-five, the luxury of having an extra man, you can have a guy in the high spot, and you can have a guy right on the crease for those rebounds. And, of course, Braden Shen ties it with under a minute to go, and then the rest is history. Hey, Joey, um, I've been harping on this this morning. I, I think the next eight games are, are maybe the most important of the season. I, that might be a stretch. But you've got the Sharks, the Ducks, the Kings. You're talking about some of the lesser teams in your division. This is an important stretch of hockey, and it began last night. Extremely important, Dan, because you look at the next nine games, they're all against California teams. And then let's fast forward. The next 11 out of 13 are all California yep. teams. All teams are the playoff pitcher. Now let's flip that, okay? So when did the okay, if, if they're all California teams in the next few weeks, when the heck are we playing Colorado and Vegas? Well, that's coming at the end of the year. The final 30 games, 13 of those 30 are against Vegas or Colorado. So those are going to be some heavy, heavy, deep matchups come the very final couple weeks of the season. If you're a St. Louis Blues player, if you're this coach, you want to enter those 30 games, those final 30, with a, about a 7, 8, 9-point cushion to some degree if you could be top of the division, that'd be a luxury, but you definitely want to be in a spot where you are about eight to nine to 10 points in a comfortable lead cushion so you can secure a playoff berth. So to me, when do you make that happen? You have to make that right now. You have to make that, hey, right now you're playing teams that are not very good. They're not very deep. Their special teams have been struggling, and this is the opportunity for the St. Louis Blues over the next two weeks, although it's a lot of hockey, a lot on the road coming up, it is a time the Blues really can take advantage, start collecting those points like, like the old fat squirrel is going to do right around the fall time, collect all those nuts and put them on his tree. That way he can stay nice and healthy through the winter. Hey, Joey, one of the things that we try to do here as fans with access is try to answer the question, why? Why, why did the Blues win? And, man, I look at those two plays that Tory Krug made on the tying goal, uh, the pass to Perron, and then on the, the winning goal, the pass to Perron, and I thought Tory Krug offensively less, especially with the man advantage. Those two passes were why the Blues won the game. Tory Krug's ability to see the ice 
and make a play without looking at the player is one of the greatest things that he brings to this game. I would say him and Keith Yandel are the two defensemen that do this better than anyone. Um, deception and misdirection is something that really throws your opponent off because we, we constantly are looking at eye contact, right? Uh, in football, in football they, they, they teach you to, to keep an eye on the hips. So if you're a tackler, uh, I was a middle linebacker in, in high school, so our, our coach Bob Shannon. You, Dan, you had Randy. You had to remember Bob Shannon. Remember old Bob Shannon? I love East St. Louis. Yeah. I think of East yeah. St. Louis Bob Shannon. But he, he developed some guys too. At, at CBC, man, he. I, I remember one time he was playing in a semifinal, and he said, "You got to remember that my two guys, my starting quarterback and my starting running back, they never played a down of football before they were freshmen." Yep. He, so he, you're talking about teaching guys how to play. He did it. Brian Cox uh, with the, the, yep. the Patriots was linebacker. He coached there in East St. Louis. We had him at CBC. I tell you what, <laughs> going from East St. Louis to CBC, that was a bit of a culture shock for Bob. He he was he was dealing with a different breed of athletes, if you know what I'm trying to and say. A different breed um, of parent. <laughs> yeah, and a different breed of parents and a different breed of alumni. And he didn't. Have to, we had a weight training class, a scheduled class during the day. It was in my in my syllabus. It was weight training. And we spent the whole class looking at tape and just blowing up the squat rack. I would literally do a, a set of squats, and then he'd come over and he'd show me some tape. And then I'd do some more squats, and then we'd see some more tape. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the point here, Bob Shannon would always teach you, you gotta, you got to watch the hips, right? Watch the hips. Don't watch the eyes, right? Because the eyes are deceptive, right? If, if you get fixed on the eyes for a running back, he may look one way, but then his hips will go a different way, and then you can lose them in a hurry. So you've got to keep on the hips. A running back without a, with a ball, he cannot go anywhere without his hips. The hips don't lie. Is Shakir, is it Shakir who said that? Yes, yep. it was. Said, well done. Yeah. Yes. So, so there you go. So the hips don't lie. So always keep an eye on the hips. And it's no different in hockey. So a lot of players, they get fixated on the eyes when really, in, in theory, the puck is the most important. So what Tory Crew can do very well is he can look one way and he has incredible peripheral vision where he can see something and he can actually throw it to the area he's not looking. So a defenseman there at the end of that game, in that overtime, right, He's looking one way, he's looking to his right, and then he sees David Prawn kind of sneaking into the left. So as he's looking right, he's throwing left. And when you're looking to the right, all everyone's sticks are to the right. So lanes open up if you have eye and misdirection. And Tory Krug, along with Keith Yandel, I think, are the two best defensemen in the league with it. And you can see how that little, that little edge, that little advantage can win you hockey games. Joey, that was a perfect Bob Shannon imitation. As we say goodbye, could you please, in your best Bob Shannon voice, say the fight is next on 101 ESPN? I, I have one more question, though, too. But go ahead, Joey. Well, I, I would say something like this. You know, Vitaly, Vitaly, the fight is next. I'm telling you one thing, you're too soft. I coach Brian Cox, and Brian Cox, he wasn't soft. You're playing soft, Vitaly. Let me ask you this, Joey. This is very quick. And I know we have to go to the fight, okay? Uh, are you a reader? Are, are you, you're a well-versed guy. Do you read? I, I read, and I watch a little bit of the, the Discovery Channel, and I read, I read a lot of kids' books. I think there's a lot of good okay. kids' books. Well, this isn't really a kids' book for your age group of kids, but The Right Kind of Heroes. Was well, I read it in high school by, by Bobby, yeah. Yep, Bob Shannon, Kevin yeah. Horgan, and, and that was uh, on Bob and the East St. Louis Flyers. Read that book. If, if people are out there, you should get it. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you might it, find it, it interesting. One, it, it is one of the best books. I read it in high school when I found out that our, our high school coach came from East St. Louis. My dad got me a copy of it. It is a tremendous read, and, and especially if you're from St. Louis, there's a lot of re really good uh, connections to St. Louis. Yep. But Bob was, a, Bob was a very tough, he was a tough human being. 
but he was really, really fair. And he was very honest with people. And I don't think a lot of kids liked the honesty because a lot of kids these days, as we know, they get kind of fluffed up by their parents. Their parents tell them how good they are and how they deserve it. And they're special. Bob came in there and he pretty much told you kids, all of us, he looked us in the eye and he pretty much said, you're not special and you're not different. You're exactly the way he is, he is, he is, and he is. And if you want something, if you want something in this life, you're going to go out, go out there and you have to work for it, and you're going to have to earn it. And a lot of people don't like that, but I really like that out of Bob. I took a lot of great lessons that he, he tried to get through to us in the football field, and a lot of that was obviously translated on the ice for me. So Bob did wonderful things for me. He was hard on me. He was hard on a lot of players, but he was an honest guy. He was a fair guy, and I, I truly believe one of the greatest coaches in St. Louis has had to offer. No doubt. Joey V will be tuned in tomorrow. Thanks for taking the time with us today. You guys have a great one. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. You too. Joe Vitale, Blues Analyst on 101 ESPN. Hi, I'm your on ESPTO. It's almost the end of the year, and if you don't put me on a timesheet, I will be gone forever. Use me or lose me. Let's get away. It's getaway time. Get our best deals of the season on a new Hyundai. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now, get 0% APR for up to 36 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on select Hyundai vehicles. Hurry to your local Hyundai dealer today. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offer ends 1323. Call 1-562-314-4603 for complete offer details. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.